1: so tired didn't uh, the Beatles have a song like that John Lennon Um, (laughs) if you came to Israel today and you talked to any housewife (laughs) maybe house husband as well um, they would be exhausted because it is the time now that everyone is frantically uh, cleaning for Pesach, for the holiday of Passover. And it is, if not physically draining, it's psychologically, emotionally draining. Do I throw this out? Do I keep it yet another year? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. You're trying to make order and keep things. Um, whatever. I, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just, I am just tell you that your host or your hostess is exhausted. So you'll excuse me for this uh, show if I'm... I'm not as perky as I usually am. All right, the topic today the U.S. kowtows and begs while Iran laughs. That's what our guest is going to be talking about today. uh, Unfortunately, the United States has become very weak in the eyes of the international world. And Iran, they are good bargainers. They're good at the shook. They know how to make deals. They know how to get their way. And they're taking advantage of a weak president in the White House. We're going to be talking about the science of confusion and uh, the terror in Israel. By the way, if you've been paying attention to the news. And you want to know more about what's going on under the surface, what what is brewing in Israeli hearts, you can go watch my videos that I did last week on our video section of israelnewstalkradio.com. Just go to our homepage at israelnewstalkradio.com. On the menu bar there is videos, just click on that and you're going to see two of my latest. One is called Revenge. Why Terrorists Are Still Killing. That was with uh, a guest, uh, Shalom Pollack who wrote a book on uh, Israelis and Arabs, etc. And another one I did later after the uh, murder of five more people that same evening called Crazy Mad About the Terror Attacks in Israel. And I just went out there and I just laid it all down. I ranted. If you want to hear what was on my heart what is still in my heart, what uh, is on the many Israelis' hearts, go in and watch those videos. You can find us on YouTube as well, and uh, we hope you'll come. We'll be right back. The return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel was prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago and is coming true today. Shalom. Join me, Josh Wander, on Israel Unplugged. Listen in as we delve into the spiritual and physical aspects of the Jewish return to Zion. We'll discuss the biblically mandated, historic, and of course practical understandings of this incredible transition from exile to redemption. That's Israel Unplugged, every Monday
0: on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com.
1: All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And today we are going to be speaking about a whole sort, sorts of things. Um, well, we'll talk a little bit about the terror that's been going on here in Israel and now uh, in Sacramento. And we're going to be talking about uh, Mideast, North Africa issues and science and... Uh, the U.S. kowtows and begs while Iran laughs. What is uh, that about? Well, our guest is going to tell us. He is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, and he is a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University, and he's authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Middle and world issues, and I would like to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Very good to have you on. All right. So where would you like to start?
0: I want to start on a completely different note, something that's sort of I, I consider to be very pleasant and, and positive. I was speaking of, with a close friend of mine on Friday, and he's he slightly ill, so he had a very deep voice. And I sort of chuckled at that. And it turned out that he, had, that he was ill and, and you know, it was unpleasant, so I couldn't pursue it at the time um, because talking was a strain. So, I interviewed him this morning, and it turns out that um, uh, uh, um, in terms of singing, I'm sorry, I didn't mention he's a, uh, uh, an America's professor of musicology. So, it turns out that um, uh, in Israel, uh, we have uh, sopranos and we have altos on the female side, we have uh, uh, baritones in nails, but there's an acute shortage in Israel of tenors and of of bass. in other words, the the, the extremes. So if there's anyone out there who is a professional singer or aspires to be, and you're looking for a fascinating um, artistic opportunity, uh, you might want to consider thinking about um, uh, looking at some opportunities here in Israel, because we have a real shortage and it causes evidently some difficulties. Difficulties which, uh, admittedly, I don't really comprehend because I'm not in musicology myself, but it's an interesting point.
1: Well, that was very unexpected. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's get on to the, uh, to the uh, 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 other kinds of news, unfortunately. Okay. The unfortunate kinds of news. <laughs> um, uh, we've been seeing a, a great deal, particularly over the last... Uh, months since the, since the war in Ukraine began but also before in, in the run-up to the war, we've seen an enormous amount of obfuscation and you know they, they, they were telling us all throughout the, um, the period of, of Corona follow the science and unfortunately a great deal of that science or a great percentage of that science in any case was uh, actually fiction it was not real science, it was sort of made up science as you go along but um, let me just uh, uh, highlight a few little points that we've that that have come up in the news over the last week or so. Okay, there was a uh, in the um, as one of the results of the uh, 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 tremendous inflation in the United States and the um, uh, oil shortages. So some people have been telling you know that the United States uh, the government the, uh, the the Bidenites need to release a lot of the restrictions that that they put on, and and, and Biden followed that up as a sort of reaction and said, oh, all of that is not true. There are uh, uh, 9,000 permits out there that they already have and they're not pursuing. Well, this is obfuscation. I'm not going to call it a lie. It's false. It's completely false. Let me explain what it means. You can get a permit, for instance, to drill, but that does not necessarily mean you have a permit to take the oil out of the ground after you drill the hole, it does not necessarily mean that you have a permit to build a pipeline to transfer the oil from the hole that you've taken it out of to anywhere else and etc. So you can have 9,000. That's a number that Biden gave 9,000 permits, but they but the vast majority of them are actually totally worthless. Mm-hmm. Biden has been. Very intentionally fooling the American public once again. I do not consider that to be good news.
1: Well, that Let's he's fooling ahead. them, or that the Sorry. Americans may be falling for it. Sorry, I didn't catch it. Which isn't good news for you—that the—that he's—that he's lying, maybe to the people, or that too many Americans are falling for it.
0: Well, Americans are falling for because they, because the, the the networks, the the, the traditional media networks um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, plug all this stuff and and try to uh, uh, prove how much you know Biden is such a a great man despite the fact that he has uh, that his, that his mind is sort of underneath his shoes. Um, but um, uh, now this this is entirely bad. It's entirely bad when a government which is supposedly for the people and by the people is not for the people at all it is actually quite against the people and is intentionally causing these people great harm and that is the truth that is the, the reality of this of this obfuscation of this uh, 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 distortion of the, of the truth 9000 permits it might be factually correct it probably is but it's an irrelevant number because it's it, 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 these permits just simply do not work. Also remember that in, in the oil business is a business with a very high risk rate. So a vast maj- a vast um, uh, 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 proportion of the holes drilled come up dry as well. So again, the, the, the fact that he's talking about 9,000 permits is basically meaningless
1: hmm.
0: in terms of the actual production of oil.
1: Well, OK, so that means that, uh, you know, everything that they're talking about in the news now that, you know, expect uh, not only high prices, but shortages in energy, shortages in food, shortages in production.
0: That is an understatement, unfortunately. Yes. We are looking at great famines coming along. I should mention that already now some countries have already um Uh, 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 announced that they are in a state of emergency, in a state of famine. Bangladesh has already gone over to uh, 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 famine um, uh, uh, discipline. Food is already being rationed in Bangladesh. Hmm. That's a country that unfortunately is very poor, very, very poor, and they do not have reserves.
1: They're not strangers to starvation either. Correct. Correct. And so they are really literally
0: in very, very bad shape. They are doing very poorly. And it is again, it is 100% the fault of the sanctions that Biden has put on Russia. This is not Russia's fault. Whatever you might think of Russia, and, uh, and if you say that, the Russia, that, that, that Putin is a nasty man, I will agree with you. That's not the issue here. I'm not talking about whether or not he's a nice person or not a nice person. On that, there's the we're not we're not there yet. We need to understand what these sanctions are. are what the sanctions are actually doing. It turns out that uh, 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 if we all remember the language that was used by Biden, by Blinken, uh, uh, by uh, by 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 the Red Terror in the White House, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Pisaki or whatever, whatever she called herself. Um, You know, the the devastating of the of the economics of of, of Russia and uh, etc, etc. Well, it turns out that in actual fact, Russia's economy is growing. Um, The effects, the effect, the the sanctions have had a very minor effect on Russia. They've had a much stronger effect on uh, our on Amer- on Americans than they have had on the Russians, and if anybody is terribly shocked about that, then uh, I suppose you need to be a little bit more careful of how you get shocked.
1: Okay, but maybe just go into a, a little bit more detail about that. We have uh, another two minutes, a little bit less.
0: Oh, okay. I, I was going to the time and gone so fast. Okay, so let's let's go into a little bit more detail. Um, uh, Russia, first, first of all, is selling its oil in other places. They've simply found other uh uh, uh 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 venues for selling those oils but that's not the most important thing the most important thing is that they are now selling their oil and gas in rubles mm-hmm. which means that the ruble is actually strengthening well in the sanctions war began the ruble the value of the ruble dropped precipitously it has already regained all of its lost value wow already regained all of its lost. Fast and it's continuing
1: to rise wow that, now, that is interesting. Okay.
0: Yes, it is. And it's very unfortunate. Again, um, people naturally expect uh, that the sanctions would have uh, a, a very deleterious effect upon the Russian economy. And that is not the case at all. That is not the case at all. And again, I'm not talking about you know, whether this war is right. All war is terrible there should never be a misunderstanding about that there are, there's there should always be a, 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 a better alternative than going to war i do not i'm in no way uh, <laughs> condoning um,
1: um, it uh, condoning
0: it or in any way defending Putin mm-hmm. he had his reasons for going to war his reasons were in my opinion personal opinion intentional by by the leaders of the United States and the Western Alliance of NATO. They wanted war, but he fell into their trap. And I think that was a very bad thing for him to have done. I think he could have done a much better job. But that's not the point. The point here is that the sanctions are doing more harm right now to American citizens than they are to Russian citizens. And
1: that's terrible. Let's hold it there. We're going to a break. We're going to be right back, and we'll hear more about this. And Iran. Iran.
0: So join me, Steve Miller. And me, Matt Zucker. For Lighting Up every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Israel. Only on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com.
1: We are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we've been talking about what's going on uh, as repercussions of this war with the Ukraine and Russia. Uh, Ukraine being one of the breadbaskets of the world. There's now already shortages. Prepare for more. That means food. That means energy. That means production. Uh, all over, and uh, it's a little bit scary because we're a generation that was brought up, as we say in Hebrew, uh, koltuv. We had koltuv. Everything was good. And and we don't know what it is to be hungry. We don't know what it is to, uh, you know, at least people in the West uh, don't know what it is to... to be hungry for, whether it's food or anything else. So uh, our guest, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem, has been waking us up to reality, letting us know where the trends are going and what to look for and uh, be prepared for. So uh, how would you like to continue this talk, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem?
0: Well, we mentioned before that these sanctions are harming American citizens more than they are harming the Russian citizens. And um, uh, this is a, a, a fascinating is- issue. Again, people remember, I'm looking at it from from here, from Jerusalem, not from there. I'm not looking at it as an American. I'm looking at it from the outside looking in. So, if anyone wants to correct me, you can. You know, we're out, we're we're alive, You can you can. T- phone up and tell me that I'm wrong, but uh, that's fine. All
1: right, so let but, let, let me just I'm announce, we are it, live, it, if you're listening on Sunday between 4 to 5 p.m. Is, uh, Israel time or uh, 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. Our numbers are on the, on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Feel free to j- uh, join in on the show here and uh, give your opinion or ask a question. Go ahead.
0: Okay, you know, it, 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 the, the the issue, I think, is uh, uh, the at, at, at very least the uh, uh, the expression of uh, the uh, government by the people for the people, we see that it's not for the people. Is it by the people? Does America still retain a democracy? Um, uh, I, I look at America today. I listen to people like the, the, the mayors of New York and the mayor of, of, of Chicago, for instance. I can very barely comprehend their speech. It's just, it's just barely English. Does America still have a culture of any kind? Is American culture represented by this absolutely asinine incident that, heard, that occurred at, the, at this the absolutely asinine show called the the Oscars? <laughs> is that is that is that culture today? Well, what we know is that um, uh, companies like Disney, uh, defense companies, media companies. And, of course, many others, uh, 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 media, I include also the social media, so-called companies, they're making billions out of this war, billions of dollars out of this, this Biden administration. I should say hundreds of billions, to be ac- more accurate. Um, so who's actually running the country? Who's actually determining national policies at the very highest level? Is America today, is the United States today an oligarchy? I'm intentionally using that word, inviting people to look it up in the dictionary. Dictionary definition of an oligarchy is is a power structure in which power rests with a small group of a small number of people. Everybody talks about the Russian oligarchs and that they've been sanctioned. Well, what about the American oligarchs? We know that uh, 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 the Pelosi family, the Biden family, um, um, we know that they're corrupt. The, the the Clinton family, we know that they're corrupt. But it goes way beyond them. It's not just the political class. It, it, it's the, the people. Look at the people that are running. That are running. Uh, as I said, Disney, um, uh, 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 the massive the massive defense companies in America, uh, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and etc. Just give one number to make people understand what I'm talking about here. Raytheon manufactures. Under contract from Raphael, the, the, the Israel Defense Company, the uh, Tamir missile, which is a missile used for the Iron Dome, manufactured by Raphael, the missile cost is sold for $50,000, manufactured by Raytheon, it's sold for $120,000. They were asked why, they said, why not? So it's the same missile, exactly the same, it's manufactured under contract. Well, there was a, a, an we've article very recently from the Los Angeles Police Department. Police Department. They were giving advice to the citizens of Los, Los Angeles. I am quoting a direct quote. Travel in groups. Remain in well-lit areas. Be aware of your surroundings. Vary routes home from shopping. Do not resist when you are attacked. This is the kind of advice that the U.S. State Department usually gives to people visiting Libya, not the second largest city in the the United States. This is well beyond the issue of disappointment. This is the second largest city with the second largest budget for police. That's the advice they're giving the citizens?
1: Mordechai, after speaking with you, you always make my day seem brighter. (laughs) <laughs> it's so, in, you know, positive talking with you.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, but I, I did try to start
1: with something something nice today. Okay, so where, so what does this all mean to us? You know, when it hits us, when it hits our pocketbooks, when it hits our lifestyles, to, to tell our listeners what to expect.
0: Well, uh, people need to understand. First of all, people need to be aware of what's going on, America. I believe, again, I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing to, to listen to, uh, 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 to be corrected here. I believe that America today is no longer a democracy. It is an oligarchy. That um, uh, uh, if, you, if you like what happened in 2016 and you dislike what happened in, in 2020, the election I'm talking about, or the opposite, somehow that doesn't quite fit. You can't like one and dislike the other. Either they're corrupt, those elections, or they're not. Apparently, the vast majority of Americans on one side or on the other side do not trust their elections. So America is very questionable whether it can still claim to be a democracy. And all of the world sees that. This is not private. All of the world is seeing this. All of the world is viewing this when the Minister of Foreign Affairs of China visited in, 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 in Alaska, met in Alaska with the Secretary of State of the United States. He, he was saying all of these things, and Blinken did not have an answer to
1: any, of these, to any of these issues. He had no idea what to answer. So you're saying that America is a dino, which is a, a democracy in name only.
0: Well, I, I, no, I didn't use that term. I said it's an oligarchy. I, I don't think it's even hidden anymore. I think
1: it's quite out in the open. Okay. Are we going to talk about Iran? We only have three minutes left in this segment.
0: <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, let's go to Iran because that's very relevant. Okay. okay so when you when America, America's rivals today, America's primary rivals today, they're primary and there are secondary. The primary rivals are obviously China, Russia, and, and Iran. I'm not putting them in any particular order. North Korea? There are secondary countries as well, like North Korea, Venezuela, etc. But America today, let's look at how you know, uh, uh, Biden, one of his major may, major points, even in the run-up to the election, was to reconnect with Iran with the, the so-called nuclear deal that Obama uh, uh, caused to happen. Since then, the Iranians have been playing the Americans like a a, a virtuoso fiddler, and 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 they're laughing. They're they're very literally laughing. They laugh every time America claims to have morality above them. They laugh every time America claims that um, that the United States is a dark democracy and that makes them automatically better, because nobody in the world really believes any more that America is a democracy. And in, and in parallel to that, the United States. Agreed from the very beginning of these um, negotiations. I don't know if "negotiations" is even the right word anymore. They, these discussions with Iran that Putin represents the United States in the in the discussions with Iran, which is at very best weird. Is it possible for the U.S. for the United States political class? to recover from their obsessive lies. You know, we haven't even started to talk about things like like the 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 the, the famous or infamous laptop or the border crisis where 7,000 illegal immigrants are arriving
1: per day per day. But you know, all you would have to do is just have someone like Trump come back in power. And then just start opening up all these cases for prosecution and and investigations. He didn't do that for Hillary Clinton like he was saying he was going to do it. When he became president, all of a sudden he backed down and he let it go. I don't think he
0: backed down. I think he didn't have the capability of doing it. I think he sincerely desired to and was incapable of it. And I think that's a very significant comment because it's not just bring in a, I don't know who, uh, uh, DeSantos so or bring in uh, 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 um, uh, what's his name, uh, um, Mike Pompeo, or or any of these who are marvelous people. I'm not, I'm not criticizing them. I think they're I think they're absolutely first rate. But I'm not convinced that they'll have any more capability in that sense than did, than, than than did Trump. I, I see no reason to expect them to be more successful in combating what the what Trump called the swamp. <clears throat> this is a real problem. This is not a trivial issue. It's very important. Uh, Newt Greengridge, uh, 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 a professional a professional
1: historian. A, okay, hang uh, on. A, a professor of Hang history. on. we got to go to a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Israel News Doc Radio. All right, we are back here on the Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we are talking about what is happening in the news. Uh, where would you like to take this last segment, uh, Dr. Mordechai? I suspect I, I could be I could be mistaken, but I suspect that the activities that
0: have been happening over the last couple, few weeks here in Israel have not really been reported in, in the United States, or very much outside the outside of our geographical area. So I want to mention a little bit about that. Are you about had the terror a, attacks? A summit in, oh. in 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 Egypt with uh, the leader with, with with some leaders, and then afterwards a a second summit with uh, more countries uh, that took place here in 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 the Negev, and in the second summit, uh, uh, Blinken also took part, and uh, one of the results of this uh, intense diplomatic activity. Is that there is now a free trade agreement between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, which is a fantastic, almost, almost to the level of mythology, fantastic, um, uh, a result of uh, of the um, uh, uh, accomplishments of of Mr. Trump, of the of the Abraham Accords. Um, the UAE announced at the signing at the at the uh, a signing of the free trade agreement That their expectation is One trillion dollars of trade Between them and Israel One trillion, not billion, trillion With a T Between the Emirates and Israel Which I think is a very um, Significant number Absolutely um, um, uh, I don't know if people are Familiar with that name He's A uh, uh, um, uh, one of the best scholars in the world today on what's called Oriental uh, Oriental thinking. Um, he claimed in a in a in a recent interview that the summits were not really against Iran; they were actually against the United States, because basically all of the countries throughout the region here. I'm saying all of the countries. Obviously, I'm I'm exaggerating. I'm certainly not including Iran in that, but. All of the countries that are looking at um, uh, uh, looking towards Israel right now, including some that are not yet in relation in a relationship with us, like Saudi Arabia, we're not in an official relationship, uh, Oman, uh, uh, etc. Everybody's asking, "Where is the United States?" And at this summit, we don't know what was, what, what happened behind the closed doors, of course. But the general um, uh, thinking both from Mohammad Haikema and also from guy Bahour another superb scholar is that basically the, one of the points of the summit was to tell blinken either wake up or walk away because the united states is not here anymore in the, in, the, in the in the what's called mena uh, middle east north africa region and you cannot claim to be leading us if you're not leading So basically, the Biden administration uh, uh, has been voted, put that in double quotation marks, by all the countries in the region as a total
1: failure in in everything diplomatic. Um, They're making themselves irrelevant, in other words. uh, Well, you can't really be irrelevant. You
0: can either be positive or negative. (laughs) If they're not here, then they are being damaged. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember, Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates in concert, and the others work in concert, control OPIC plus. They control the the oil markets throughout the world. So if Americans don't want to be paying ten or fifteen dollars per gallon of oil in another year, they need to wake up. And I'm not exaggerating with those numbers. Um, uh, uh, Peter Zehan, again, a gentleman I've quoted many times on this on this show um, is talking about three hundred dollars per da- per ga- per barrel of oil. That that translates to fifteen dollars at the pump. So if Americans don't want to get there, they need to stop figuring out that uh, that they that they need to be a little bit more aware of what's going on in the world.
1: There might be a rebellion before it even gets to that price.
0: Well, that's that's called the, the midterm elections, which. We will see what happens there, but one of, the, one of the things that people need to be aware of is that this midterm election, usually midterm elections are considered to be less important, but I don't think that's the case this time. I, I, I'm expecting that there's at least a 50% chance, if not more than that, that Biden will resign or will have the 25th Amendment invoked even before November.
1: All right. For anybody who doesn't know what the 25th amendment is. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know what the 25th amendment is, that's when the the president is deemed unfit to be able to serve. Okay. Usually unfit
0: in the the sense of health.
1: Right. Which
0: in the case of Biden, that's fairly clear.
1: Um, Mental health in this case. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. uh, uh, People need to be aware just to put things in perspective here. Um, the um, uh, the reality in Israel right now is that our national uh, uh, GDP gross domestic product is uh, nearly half a trillion dollars. The per capita GDP is fifty one thousand dollars, which means that we are we are uh, uh, very very slightly below the United States. We're more or less at par with the United States in terms of per capita GDP. Um, we have the healthiest demography of any nation on the planet today.
1: What did you say? We beat Israel. Statistics. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, so, uh, 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 when Israel says something, um, and I'm, I'm, I, as people know, I, am not a fan of Mr. Bennett, but, uh, on the diplomatic front, there are some things, I think he's making too much noise. But some of the things that he's doing, he's doing intelligently. But let me, let me, let me sort of wind this, this discussion down with something that uh, uh, in a different direction. Let me say that, you know, I've been saying a lot of things that were not terribly positive about the United States. I'd like to say something that's, you know, what are the advantages that the United States does have? And please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying the United States is, is in a state of collapse. I'm saying the United States is that the oligarchy controlling the United States is trying to get the United States to collapse. But the United States as a country has some marvelous advantages. And people need to be aware of this. First of all, of course, as always, it's geography. It has the the, the most favorable geography of any of any country on the planet. That's absolutely clear. Ocean on both sides, river system, which is the the most navigable river system in the, in the world, etc. Beyond that, the United States has does have, in, 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 at its core, a set of values that a large proportion, I don't know statistically how much, but a large proportion of American citizens really do believe in these values and really do promote these values. And that's important. The United States still has friends still has allies. China has clients. China doesn't have allies. Nobody likes China. Uh, uh, the United States does have allies, does have countries that, that consider it friends, despite the nonsensical expression of, uh, of Mr. Kissinger saying that countries don't have, ally- don't have friends, only have interests. I mean, Ukraine is, has, has proven that that is a totally nonsensical statement. Well, but the United States does have friends. The United States can decide to return to innovation. Well, it's true that the vast majority of of U.S. innovation today, the United States steals the technology just as the Chinese steal it, then steals it from them. But the U.S. does have the ability to return to innovate. It can innovate. It does so in aviation. It does so in other areas. It doesn't show. Doesn't do so any, any it, nearly as much as it used to do, but it can return to innovation. And I believe, I believe things like American ideals, traditional values, can, can survive, can make the United States survive, and can be good, can be good for the United States. And remember, I say again, I sincerely believe that what's good for the United States is good for the world, it's good for humanity. Newt Gingrich characterize the present administration as cognitively, cognitively challenged president and cognitively hopeless vice president. So remember, with we, we mentioned the, the 25th Amendment, switching out Biden for Kamala Harris, the cackler in chief is not necessarily improvement. So if anybody is giving that Giving the 25th Amendment significant thought, and I hope people are, they need to give much more thought to exactly how it is to be implemented because it never has been implemented yet.
1: Well, I guess we're going to have to wait and see.
0: Obviously. All right. (laughs) Americans need to be convinced that they want to survive. That's their big question question now
1: that's a big i, I think america first to, first needs to decide who they are today because they've been so diluted they've been there's been so much what we call um uh, what's the word that they've been using um when you mix everything together diversity uh so many illegal uh, uh aliens that have come across the border uh, who are don't have the American headset, etc. I, I think until they f- figure out who they are, and that's it. That there's there's they can't even they don't even have foundation to to start from. But uh, I could be wrong. I think we're saying the same thing. I wanted, I United say, sincerely desire the
0: United States to survive and to prosper and to continue to do good in the world as it has been doing. But. The people need to make a conscious decision. That is what they desire.
1: All right. That's not true. Well, we'll leave it there. Until next week, thank you so much, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Next up, we have another live show called Returning Home about making aliyah to Israel, moving to Israel.
0: If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel
1: Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight Talk from Israel.
0: You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.